0: we have a scripture reading. It's from the book of John, and it's in, the chap- it's in chapter 11. And in chapter 11, you remember, there's the story about Lazarus. Lazarus was a good friend of Jesus, and Lazarus dies. And Jesus comes to see him, but he's a little late. Lazarus is already in the tomb. And here is the scripture. Then Jesus again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there's a stench because he's been dead for days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! And the dead man came out. His hands and feet were bound with strips of cloth and his face was wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Here ends the reading of Scripture today, the story of Lazarus. May the Lord bless it to our hearing. Amen.
1: It was March of last this year when a friend from Illinois Conference UCC called to invite me to preach at the opening worship of their annual celebration last June. What is the theme, I asked. Churching outside the box, he said. Hmm, I thought, with a quick mental check. I thought, well, we in the church do follow a man named Jesus. Who was an out of the box kind of person, a radical revolutionary, a countercultural person? We in the church continue to discover that liberal progressive Christianity is increasingly somewhat of an out of the box faith, both in relation to fundamentalist approach and a culture that is increasingly hostile to organized religion. So I accepted the invitation, and my pondering about boxes and churching began. First, I realized how unpopular boxes are. Boxes do not have a good reputation. They are only exciting when they contain a gift or a present. According to Elizabeth Gilbert, we live in boxes. We wake up every morning in a box of our bedroom, because a box next to us started making beeping noises. We eat breakfast out of a box. We move to another box with wheels and drive to work, where a big box broken into little cubicles welcomes us. We spend our days staring at our computer boxes and phone boxes, our tablets, only to return to our house boxes, to spend the evening looking at television boxes, and on and on and on. And of course, it's been said that sometimes we organize our lives as different parts of our lives and put them into boxes. The mind box, the heart box, the work box, the play box, the social box, the faith box. And who has not heard of think outside the box, meaning be imaginative, innovative, creative. The expression outside the box is related to the nine dot puzzle that challenges one to connect nine dots using straight lines without lifting the pencil from the paper. It can only be done by going outside the imagined box. So boxes usually limit They set rigid boundaries. They confine. They are uncompromising and often inflexible. They do not expand. They are static, inert, passive, especially in relation to a circle which is dynamic, moving, infinite, and flowing. Yet a variety of boxes exist to help us to organize our lives, our homes, But there are also perhaps more exciting boxes, such as gift boxes that surprise us, jack-in-the-boxes that startle us, music boxes that delight us, paint boxes that help us create, and sandboxes that help us play. All are boxes holding surprises and possibilities in them, perhaps gifts unimagined. Yet in order to find the gift, you have to open the box. A closed box may hold gifts and possibilities, but you never discover them until you open the box. Now in ancient times, boxes signified the feminine principle of containment and enclosure. Hence, they symbolized the womb the womb out of which new life is born. And in ancient Sanskrit word, the word for temple or sanctuary was garbhagra, meaning womb. What a wonderful image or metaphor for a sanctuary as a womb. A womb that is enclosed, that's a safe place for nourishment and nurture, a womb box holding and nurturing the gift of new life, new possibility, and surprises. Lazarus had died. His family, mostly his sisters, Mary and Martha, were close friends with Jesus, and they were in mourning. Bereft and heartbroken, they blamed Jesus for not being around to save Lazarus. And Jesus himself was moved to tears, he came to the tomb, which was a cave, a box, with a stone lying against it. And he said, take the stone away. The stone was removed, and Jesus said, Lazarus, come out. The dead, the dead man emerged, and Jesus said, unbind him, let him go. Open the box, let him out. So the tomb, the box of death in which Lazarus lay lifeless, his body wrapped and bound in cloth as was the custom of the time, became a womb, a box opened to give new life, new birth, new possibility and surprise. So think with me a moment about the closed boxes in your life may have some that are filled with pain and heartache, disappointment and regret. Boxes you really don't want to open because they're just too painful. They hold too much sadness. Think with me about some of the closed boxes at the church. Do we have boxes of secrets or heartbreak, disappointment or sorrow Boxes of traditions we don't want to change. Sacred cows we don't want to touch. Yet gifts in boxes can only be discovered when opened. Wombs can only give birth when dilated and expounded. So as we think of gifts today and boxes today, I share with you our theme for the year. It is be connect, engage. It is the cover of our worship bulletin with a gift box. All three words are challenging to practice in our day's world and in our lifestyle. So to just be, be, just being, is a gift. Each of us is a gift made in God's image and the word be literally means to be, to exist, to grow. It's not an inert or inactive existence. Be is an active, intentional way of being. Yet it is difficult to just be in a world where life continues to unfold in an increasingly accelerated pace, with days filled with activities, appointments, tasks, and jobs, interruptions, and multitasking, and you may have heard the expression, we are human beings, not human doings. Many of us are often human doings. So being requires awareness, wakefulness to what is, mindfulness to the present moment, even a commitment not to be distracted. Hence, the be box can be a wool a sanctuary, a place where we are nourished and nurtured to growth, where we find comfort and solace, as well as the courage to grow, to discover the gift. This sanctuary is our box, our womb, where we come weekly for nurture and nourishment. And as long as the box does not remain closed forever, we will nurture, grow, and become. It once opened, the bee emerges to connect with other bees. It is difficult to connect in our world as well. We are a world or a society that holds individualism as a deep value. Fear dominates our relationships. We are divided into friend and foe, neighbor and enemy. Racism is systemic. Hate seems to be acceptable. The inability to see the other as kin is absent, and community seems to be hard to find. But we humans are relational beings. Not only do we want to connect, we really need to connect because our connections nurture us. Once we are, we find our place in the universe, we discover our connection with all life, The box is opened, vulnerability is experienced, courage to reach out to the other is shared, nurtured, and community happens and is restored. Only then can we engage deeper and wider in the world. Engage calls us to become agents of connection, reconciliation, community, and healing as we work for justice, peace, well-being for all, and as we do, the calling and the mission of the church. But engage is difficult. How do we get involved? How do we commit when commitment requires endurance and giving up might be too easy? We have too many demands on our time, too many distractions. How do we stay focused? Engaged, how do we keep on making a difference? How do we not give up into despair? How do we stay the course and live out our calling? So during this last year, we have been walking together on this interim transitional journey. A journey, I believe, of gestation in the womb. A journey of change and maturing a journey of preparation for a new beginning, new birth, with new pastoral leadership that is to come. And one of the stresses of the interim transitional journey is not only the transitions, the changes, the liminal space in which we find ourselves, but also the tension between what was, what is, and what will come, the tension between tradition and innovation, convention and creativity, habitual custom and change. Church by nature is an institution and institutions generally exist to preserve themselves. Yet our faith of Christmas, Easter and Pentecost is about transformation, new life, rebirth, renewal, new creation. Because you see, God is still creating, still speaking, still birthing a new heaven and a new earth. And the church, just like its creator, is a living, active verb, a sanctuary, a womb where gestation happens, where new life is born to connect, to engage the world toward a new birth. So, throughout our transitional time, we have opened some boxes, I believe, aired them. We have confronted boxes that are closed and used them as an ending time. The ends and the beginnings have been intertwined and still unfolding. And I like to think that we have been and will continue to be a music box. a world where church is about dogma and faith about a set of rules we open our boxes we open our box and we become a music box church letting the melody of God's love for all to be sung through our living letting the song of a surprising faith about grace, healing, and reconciliation make melody in a world where harmony and song do not often exist. A music box church living a faith that is not about a set of beliefs, but about making song in the world following in the footsteps of Jesus. Not about self-righteousness, but about our common human calling to salve and heal the wounds of all creation. I'd also like to think that we have been and will continue to be a jack-in-the-box church. In a world where the different is neglected and discarded, we open the lid of the box to be a jack-in-the-box church and surprise everyone, especially those on the edge of society by inviting, welcoming, including all people, no matter who they are. We reach out to friends of other faiths, include spiritual practices of other paths. We build multi-faith intercultural, interracial relationships. We embrace pluralism and diversity of all kinds. In our bigoted and divided world, that might surprise many people but we do it because we are a jack-in-the-box church, reaching out to others no matter who they are. I'd also like to think that we have been and will continue to be a paint box church. In a world of drab colors and bleak perspectives, we open our boxes and start painting the world. We recolor it with a different, worldview, a different prism, different lenses through which we look at the world. And celebrating all colors and all shades, turning racism to pluralism, turning despair into hope, and sorrow to joy, we recolor the world by resisting prisms that divide and destroy and replacing them with prisms that connect heal, and reconcile. And I'd like to think that we have been and will continue to be a church that has walked in the footsteps of Jesus, our out-of-the-box leader, our guide, our light. I hope we have surprised the world around us as Jesus surprised all who listened to him, who followed him, And I'd like to think that our ministry and mission confronted the status quo, followed in the footsteps of this Jesus, and resisted the powers that oppress and tyrannize. I'd like to think that we have been and continue being a church that opens the boxes, a church that welcomes gestation in the box of being, an opening lid connects, and opening it further engages in the world. May we continue to be an out-of-the-box church, and may the Spirit give us courage to do so. Amen.